ladies and gentlemen, uh, hopefully not boys and girls, that would be weird. Uh, Hope we find you well. We are casting today for the love of the pod, a show about sports, crime, sex, controversy, but uh, mostly sports. I am your Texas T-boy, Thomas May. And uh, to my left, I have Aaron Mason, Brian Owen, Nathaniel Erickson. Hey, has uh, any of your friends ever shit on you before? I uh, can't mm. say that's happened. Verbally. I've definitely... I mean, sh- I've verbally def- all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I, shit I, on you. I, I shit on you in volleyball every week. Ooh, uh, that's, that's not completely true. I don't think that's, yeah, that's true. That's pretty true. I'm pretty good. Um, anyway. Uh, my Venmo says otherwise. I, th- I think you're just tall. <laughs> I got paid with you oh, that's true, like two yeah. days ago. Yeah. Or was that... What day is it? It's two days ago yeah, now. Two, two days, days ago. ago. Wow, God. How COVID time 2020, flies. I know. What a weird time. But anyway, Odo Beckham Jr. loves getting shit on. So. He does, yeah. Not verbally, correct? I don't tip. No, correct. Is, that, is this probably the most uh, the most famous story in the upcoming week in, one? In sports. In sport, like before the start of a season ever? We're talking about... I oh, mean, Von Miller just got injured, and we're not talking for the about rest that. Of the, yeah, yeah, out for no. the season. Yeah. No. Yeah. That sucks. That's fine. Von they Miller... Took, they took his jersey, and they put steamers for his last name on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Within, like, ten minutes. How did they have that done? I don't know. I, I got mean, kick Barstool is... Uh, it was funny, because I was taking a shit while I was looking at that. Like, oh, oh, that's, that's nice. How relevant. <laughs> did you send it I, to I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure those... It's the Browns. Those jerseys have had to exist oh, for man. quite a bit of time. The, yeah. It's the Browns think and about the that. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He literally uh, plays for the Browns. Was that like a transfer request maybe? Like he actually preferred to be traded to them? Like Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He wanted to. He, he wanted to go it. play with Jarvis Landry. Yeah, so but for those of you that said. don't know, if you are living under a rock, uh, that girl that allegedly – Blue Seven Suns players. It's the same has one. A, no, she has a she, she has a podcast though now. Of course, she on does. <laughs> No Jumper, and she anybody had, could have a podcast. I guess she had a Keith. I think it's Chief Keith. Keith, Keith, Keith yeah, Chief Keith's uh, baby mama on there, and she was saying how she blow him too or what? I don't know, but she was uh, saying how OBJ uh, likes to be shit on and was paying her to uh or, you know not take a shower 24 hours before they were supposed to hang out and how much take of this videos is of her. Like text nothing or- nothing Deion sanders said the same thing yeah. too he's like yeah he was like and i agree i agree completely because i don't necessarily believe it's true either but it's a fun topic but i mean the fact that anybody can say anything and somebody has to defend themselves like what That's, if Stephen A. Smith comes out tomorrow morning with the first yeah. take and then has like, oh, wait, we have some verification, <laughs> some text messages, some Venmo transactions, like this some, is video. Some, some video, some, yeah, 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 some fecal cultures. It's, it's, it's trending on Pornhub. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not here to kink shame or anything. No, I know. How, how yeah. did, no, no. How does someone develop that though? Like, uh, I mean, some, it's some not deep mental research. Yeah, stuff especially people that are pretty just, wealthy that like. Have it's all like the a, sex in the world. Yeah, they want to see what the other side like, is like. Yeah. yeah, or a, or a deprecation thing. Yeah, that's it's completely like deprecation uh, by defecation. It's like uh, businessmen that like dominatrixes, yeah. so they can release of power. Yeah, or absolutely. like the people that like uh, financial domination, which is just bonkers to me. Yeah, like Thomas when he loses a volleyball. Finance. It's like twenty dollars. Or backs out on bets. Yeah, but I mean, compared to it's like a relative. multi-millionaire, yeah, that is that. like twenty dollars <laughs> today. It's all relative. <laughs> Ah, so that's why Thomas likes to lose at volleyball. <laughs> it's my kink. It is a kink. So what are you guys uh you guys excited for week one of NFL? Oh yeah. Dude, less than oh, twenty four yeah. hours, right? I know. Was it six thirty yeah. kick? So, so excited. I mean, we, 
I think it's 730. Tomorrow I'm yeah. excited because it's NFL and Game 3 of the NHL playoffs. Oh, what's the NHL Ooh, game playoffs? Game 3, so exciting. Game, conference Those finals. You know, Dallas Stars, the furthest a Dallas team's gotten since 2011. Is that, uh, is that soccer? Yeah, dude. NHL. NHL. Oh, okay. No, I think that's the Dallas Burn. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. I think they're called FC the Wings Dallas. now. Uh, FC uh, Dallas? Okay. Oh, FC Dallas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Are people there, cultures. Are there Dallas? specific teams? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said what? Fecal cultures, Dallas. <laughs> uh, are there specific teams you're excited about this week in particular? I mean, we've got. Uh, uh, I mean, I think tomorrow's night game is probably going to be the most. Like, are you sure? I think it's sure going to be. A, I think it's going to be a super interesting game because you have Tampa Bay, New Orleans. We get that. Week yeah, one. Tampa Bay, New Orleans is going to be a great. I game. I still say but. that game is going to be close, but only because of garbage time. I really think New Orleans runs away with that early. I think so it, too. Then it be, gets a little bit closer as Tampa Bay gels. I can't recall if Tampa Bay's defense is like good enough nope, to they, be able to do. Nope. Yeah, they're to stop people. Still pretty good though. They have a really good Front defensive seven. line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but their quarterbacks are horrible. Yeah, and. Yeah. You have Drew Brees waiting to pick that apart. Yeah. yeah and Michael Thomas. And yeah. yeah. What's that guy? Ever Emmanuel done? Sanders. I don't know about that guy. I think, but honestly, I think my f- game that I'm, it's going to be super interesting is Cardinals 49ers. Because I think yeah. Cardinals are going to be really good this Everybody's year. Everybody's excited about that. Cardinals and, win that game. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I do not think that the 49ers defense or the 49ers offense is going to be any more impressive than they were last year, which is not very impressive at all. I think that defense pretty much carried them and the run game, obviously, but I think their run game is going to be, I think you see a trend. I think, I think Jimmy's going to have to, he's going to be forced to throw more this year. I think you see a trend in defenses that carry offenses where they stop after a certain point. Yeah. I don't think 49ers are to that point yet, but I mean, it's a common trend throughout the NFL after year after year of this defense carrying this team. They just, don't anymore. So you think Arizona is going to win that game? I personally, that, that's my like hot take. I they, think Arizona mm, does win I, that game. I think, I think the f- first game that they played last year, I think I thought it was pretty close. I don't remember exactly, but I thought it Arizona. Yeah, it was Detroit. It no, was, no, 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 no. That was overtime. First, uh, first the Cardinals Forty Niners game. Tie. Oh. I don't know if I remember I, that one. See, I, I just think it's more like Arizona's going to come out swinging hard. Yeah. And if they get early blood, it's just going to be keep going. Yeah. Well, don't defenses typically, like the losers of a Super Bowl and an NFC or AFC championship, like those respected defenses, like historically have like fallen off, even Regress, if they do yes. keep their yeah, yeah. regression, regression well, trends. Like, I think it's show just a that, team, not even just the defense. Normally the defense yeah, does the fall off. Well, I just, yeah, yeah, I get that. I, just, I, was, I heard something specific I mean, about did, defenses. But yeah, overall to be, regression, I wouldn't be surprised as to well. To play devil's advocate for San Francisco, like they they lost to Forrest Buckner. That's it. I think they gained a guy in the draft. I mean, I mean, I don't see them being that much worse. Agreed. But I, know, still, I don't either. I'm still seeing they're going on their third year now of that defense carrying that offense. Yeah. At what point does that defense just go? I kind of give up. You you guys are not helping me out, despite the fact that we've been carrying you this whole entire time. Okay. Also, didn't Fair. um, yeah, didn't. San Francisco picked up Emmanuel Sanders halfway through the season last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't, they lost don't think, him. yeah, and He's New Orleans. Debo yeah. is banged up, so I really don't know outside. Oh, of, is he really? Kittle's really their only th- passing option. Uh, excuse like, me, they got a running back by committee. Okay, yes, they have <laughs> Mostert and Tevin Coleman, but still, like, uh, you know. Kittle's their only threat. He's a yeah. great threat, but also he's got injury history too. Like, and then you get to see what Isaiah Simmons is going to look like on him. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, do you guys want to run through um, 
week one matchups real quick and everybody kind of say yeah, let's real talk about quick. the good ones. Um, so how do you define what's good? Yeah. Uh, how do we know? I'll tell you. You've seen that? no preseason tape. I'll tell you. Seen- <laughs> uh, Tennessee at Denver. That was I have that on my list as well. Tennessee's taking that game. That's easily. one of the two Monday night games. I want to see like Sutton and Drew Locke just pop off, man. I, I think, think that'll be interesting. Denver is going to be. That's going to be a good matchup, but like Denver is going to take some step forwards this year, so yeah, we'll yeah. see if that actually comes to fruition. It's uh, and we'll I'll get into this a little bit, but I, it's it's kind of up to to Drew Locke on whether they sink or swim. Um, hundred percent. Yeah, he. Uh, I'll, I'll get into him more, but yeah, I I still I I see Tennessee winning that game. Uh, they just added Clowney. Uh, I think they're going to be really good this they year. They already had a bang-up defense yeah, last year, Mark too. Frankel, man. A bang-up defense? Yeah. What is this, the 50s? I was going to bang out. Okay. They had a top-notch defense, <laughs> you hear? You look a newsie from the 40s. Extra, extra. Read all about it. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I still have Tennessee winning that game. but No, I, yeah, I agree with that. It could be It could be close. Actually, we should look at the lines for this, too. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll look up. Uh, hey, you don't want to tell Jamie. that to Thomas. He likes financial domination, and you're just going to lose some money. And backing out of it. Not a gambler. Yeah, you're not a gambler. We know, know that. <laughs> this has been established. I can be talked into things. But no, you can't. As soon as you do uh, get talked into it, you back out. I was scared. You literally had seven to one odds to win something, and you backed out on it. I was scared. I was scared. It's not my so fault. the Titans are favored by one and a half. I think they cover that. Uh, wait, who's at home? Denver. Denver. Who cares? Okay, well, no, they're no fans. No, no, by lines and all that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I know, but it's like uh, I, I was uh, hearing somebody talking about it that they've like decreased that that um, how that affects the lines. Okay, but by account, how much? Because yeah, I think it used it. to be two points. So how much? How much of a decrease is this? One. Um, they got okay. algorithms for that and stuff. They press the crunch button and the numbers crunch and. There's it a says, crunch button. It's a on red button. Now? It says crunch. Yeah, it yeah. says crunch. Cr- That's crunch the only time? thing they do is they just put in Tennessee Titans, Denver Broncos. Can we get cough crunch? Buttons? Captain Crunch? No, you just turn away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Be um, healthy. Is uh, Vegas Raiders versus Carolina? Is anybody watching that game? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, I'm I'm be honest. I I usually watch Red Zone, and then I set yeah. up a couple of TVs to watch whatever other games are on. I think I, think I don't Fox have any CBS. Vegas Raiders or Carolina Panthers I on just, my team. I don't think that game's not. Good. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. Oh yeah, Ooh, bam! So now you're watching it. You know my roster better than I do. That's not interesting. Good. Uh, yeah, I guess I I'm think watching. We, well, we play each other this week, so that's yeah, yeah, that's true. What about uh, that Jets Bills game? That's with, uh, gonna be. I think that's actually gonna be a better game than a lot of people think yeah, it's gonna I think be. So really, the Jets are yeah. gonna suck. I think I the do. Jets are Soon gonna is. suck somewhat, but I. But well, it's, it's also week one. It's week Based one. Based on yeah. what in their roster are you saying the Jets are gonna be any? I don't think Darnold's that bad of a quarterback. I don't think he is either. I don't think Bell is as bad as he played last year or the year before. Watch okay. Frank Gore take his job. Frank I, and Frank Gore is timeless. Uh, uh, can I go ahead and just say the Jets' problem is Gase? I, it 100 percent is. But like, did you say you can't say that? Gase, Adam Gase. We're not allowed to you, say uh, the cocaine. Over, over I thought it was Geis. It's, it's Gase. Darius Adam Gase. 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 No. Right. No. Who's the serial killer? Gase. John, John Wayne Gase. G A C Y. This is spelled. No. No. The, yes, no? Thomas. Yeah. This guy no. looks nothing G-A-C-E. like John Wayne Gase. It doesn't look like him. Anyway. I mean. That would preclude him from being John Wayne Gacy, would it not? No, I know, but it could be related. 
don't know. No, it's, anyway, it's... the line on that is uh, Bills by six and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely take that. Thanks. Are you, are you doing over I think the Bills. No, no, y'all. So, so are they yeah. up six and a half so the Bills are slotted to probably lose? Is that the what Bills give no, six no. and a half uh oh, give six yeah. and a half points. Okay. So yeah. they got covered by seven. Yeah, and they just I lost think they, Jamal Adams. I think they I win think by Allen runs all over that. Yeah. No, yeah, I could definitely I mean, I just think it's obviously week one, like like I said last week, I think anything can happen. Especially there's no preseason. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's truncated off season. There's very, or, um, Next to no tape on anybody in, in preseason. Yeah. So, like, I think oh, anything. Crunching tape there's basically there? like you've been crunching a lot of tape? Yeah, been, yeah. You've been crunching the tape? Well, there's, crunching like, limited tape. media oh, okay. coverage as well. You can't even really get a straight mean, yeah. story from anybody in general. Exactly. Like, radio, no one's able to talk about anything. Uh, like, uh, I, I was listening to that on another podcast today, but they were talking about how, like, uh, like McCarthy this year with the Cowboys has done, like, everything. Like, been a genius and so secretive about yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, the... Uh, Despite Jerry's best wishes, yeah, yes. exactly. Jason Witten still listed as their number one tight end on their depth chart <laughs> because they hasn't actually had to officially announce anything. They uh, I think for the first a chance Jason Witten plays, man. <laughs> right, we're gonna trade for him. Uh, we're gonna trade no. Zeke for him. Yeah, Brian Broaddus was saying he he basically had to sign like a non disclosure to even like get in there. Yeah, he can't even answer questions on the radio. Like, yeah, it's just it's kind of sad. But he's I kept, like it. It's, he's had all the players wear not wearing numbers <laughs> in in. Uh, scrimmages and stuff because he hasn't been required to because of like these weird covid rules so it's COVID any, or you think it's the patriots and bill belichick just stealing shit and no even belichick so somebody interviewed belichick about it and he's like that's genius i wish i would have thought about it because can you do a belichick impersonate that's genius that's genius i wish i would have thought about it. no uh, you, you have a smile on your face and you take that oh off. sorry on to cincinnati <laughs> I got a super hot wife. You think when his when <laughs> his really? when his yeah, yeah. hot wife oh, man. when his kids were born, do you Milf, think he sat Milf. in the film room or did he actually go and like be participate? He sent he sent uh, probably an assistant he, coach there yeah, to hold like, his hey, wife's hand. Congratulations, you had a child. <laughs> <laughs> no days off. It's a boy. Oh, good. Uh, let me know when he turns. Uh, 21 yeah, so and can, you can we can draft him are you joking you don't think bill belichick would be excited about watching college football <laughs> okay i'm looking and at his wife let's be real he's going to be playing lacrosse pretty not football pretty good pretty good all right uh uh next one I've i got. think seattle and yes, seattle and falcons falcons was, at home what, what's the seattle's uh favored by two i have yeah. seahawks going pretty deep in the playoffs this year but i think falcons win that game yeah, yeah, I, I, really I wouldn't do. be surprised. So Vegas. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to be. I, I really think that they're going to run heavy with Gurley. I think they're going to like show off their shiny toy that they got for next to nothing. If his knee holds up, I if his knee holds up, but I don't think it. I don't. I don't think they need to worry about it on a game to game basis. It's like the longevity of the season. But I, I think it opens up. Like, who do they get? What, who do they get uh, at tight end this year? Oh, they got Hayden uh, Hayden Hurst, right? Yeah. yeah. I also think uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be the star of that receiving core this year. I mean, not taking anything Julio, away from no, Julio, Julio Jones. get doubled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Must be, Calvin Ridley is going to be free yeah. roaming. Out yeah, there. it'd be a racetrack for him out there for sure. Yeah, I think I think their offense is going to be awesome. Uh, let's just hope they're actually didn't their defense turn out to be really freaking good after like decent. I think towards the end of last year, like they sucked at first and then yeah they got they better. were letting up. But I mean, that's another one of those coaching questions. Yeah, like for Adam, sure. Or not Adam Gase. That's um, Dan Quinn. Like, yeah. yeah. How does he perform this year? 
Yeah, I don't. If they have a bad season, I don't think he's. Oh, there's no way. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, there's no way. In he's fact, gone I for kind sure. of think that's one of those. He needs to make a playoff run. A yeah. run? Yeah. Oh. Not necessarily that's Super Bowl, but he needs to make a run to show, like, keep him around. Well, Tom Brady didn't make it any easier for him. Uh, no, no, he didn't. Neither so, did New Orleans. Uh, like well, they've been a forever gap room. Yeah, they've been, uh, yeah, making it difficult for him. Uh, Green Bay at uh, Minnesota. That's going to be a really fun game. Yeah. I, so, what's the line on that one? I'm interested to find out. Uh, I I ha- I like Green Bay this year. A lot of people like Minnesota. But... It's got Minnesota by two and a half. Okay, Minnesota at home. Yep. Okay. I think it's completely reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know, I really don't. I think I don't know. I think this is going to be the kind of. I think this is going to be the year. I don't know how much left uh, Rodgers has on his contract. He has a lot, but I mean, yeah, obviously, the love situation. Yeah, if they don't play well, he's in another jersey next year. That's what I was going to say. I wouldn't be surprised if if he gets sat any point during this year. Well, that was hello, Aaron. Yeah, Uh, is that? Yeah, that was. Is that uh, a yellow? He's like, logo? can I get a word in here? And he goes in text to speech. <laughs> Is that a yellow logo? All week one. The other one. Um, this is the last one. Week one is uh, Dallas at uh, L.A. Rams. Do you think that's interesting at all? I mean, it's interesting game. because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, but I okay. really think Dallas runs away with that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I agree too. I don't. I, I don't know anything like the Rams. I'm like who. Uh, they got essentially the exact same team minus minus Gurley and more tape on uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, which I think is even worse. Yeah, I think Jared Goff is kind of like a, and this is gonna sound stupid. I'm bringing up a golf uh, like example here that we won't get. No, but like the downfall of Jordan Spieth, where he just had so much success so early on that he like is never gonna be able to live up to that. And he just got so much worse because his dude he balled out. He balled out. No, I mean, but that one year, yes, twenty was that twenty eighteen? Yes, yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I I mean, I think their running backs as a whole are going to be better than Gurley because, like, Acres and like they're going to have committee, obviously, but. So they have Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers is going is the most interesting looking one out of them. Uh, Bobby Trees and uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, do the same. Cooper Cup and Bobby. I guess they don't have Brandon Cooks anymore. That's no, yeah. So that's the other missing piece. But who gives a shit, really? He was relying on the tight ends a lot last year. Yeah, he was, and Higby's actually Higby's going to be good this year too. Uh, There was some other one. Was Van Jefferson with Buffalo last year? I don't know who that is. I don't either. Hmm. I don't think so. What position does he play? He's a receiver, twenty-four. Years older. That's his number. Uh, 24 years old. Oh, okay. uh, his number is... It's a weird number for a receiver. It's not allowed to be a number. I don't know what his yeah. number is. Anyway, Cowboys are favored by three in number that. Number 12. I honestly, which I think is actually a pretty like yeah, pretty I mean, generous line yeah, for that's one of those, Rams being at home. That's one of those I kind of feel like, as a homer, I'm probably biased here, but I really feel like that Cowboys are going to beat them by No, yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Like, I mean... And we can get into that in a little bit, too, because I do want to talk about McCarthy. Okay, cool. Um, the I had an, oh, you had one more. I had another game that I thought was going to be really interesting, and this is going to be my hot take for the for the week. Nathaniel's oh. hot takes with his hot cakes. Okay, that's going to be a recurring thing. No, so. it's not. Oh, yeah, it's we're gonna no, we're gonna no. Not. I'm gonna no. 
I'll make a little. Uh, what Dolphins beat the Patriots? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Dolphins, really what it was. Dolphins are gonna be the Patriots. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is, is it at, it's, at Miami? It's, no, it's in New England. I know, no, New England, New England wins that game. New England wins it's that game. New England. They only lose in Miami. No, I I think uh, Fitz Fitz Magic's gonna show up week one. I think Devonte Parker is gonna ball out. Uh, I think Matt Breida is gonna have his one good game before his legs fall off, and uh, that that uh, Miami defense is gonna kind of show up because they're like you know we're playing for contracts we're all on rookie contracts and is this more that you believe in Miami or that you don't believe in the Patriots? <clears throat> I mean, how can you not believe in the Patriots? I think that yeah, the entire – Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't matter who he is, a quarterback. I think Cam's going to be – He I has think improved Cam's, that. I think, well, I guess he did Matt Cleveland Castle, before. Yeah, okay, I think, I think Cam's actually going to be good this year. But yeah. I do think that – You stay healthy, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has any weapons. Uh, and I don't know Harry, if you guys – I don't you know. know you don't you like guys, Harry? Did you guys yeah, see what, what happened Nikhil in the simulated Harry. game today? James White. Did you guys hear about what happened in Cam's simulated game today? No. Okay. Wait, what's a up. simulated game? Is it like like a the, like, a, like his here? scrimmage? You know his oh. his deep his number one defense versus his offense. Like oh, and okay. they just they like yeah. Um, <laughs> Did he do the Superman in the end zone? No. Oh, you're he Lame. probably wishes he could. I miss but, 2015 Cam. Um, I'm sure Cam misses 2015 Cam. I'm sure Carolina misses 2015 Cam because they're going to be bad. And let's just all silently wait. Or I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Nathaniel, Google something. Mean, I didn't even think. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even think I about picking this. in front of me to read all the different things that are going on. We'll get a laptop, yeah. Brian. That's on you. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, I'm lo- I just said it is. I'm lo-fi, man. I just said it is. Look at all three of us. We all have laptops in front of you. Yeah. What do you have? He's you have got a, his phone to watch the, the hockey. Bro- it's not broken, even on right now. Is it like a crushed up Dr. Pepper can? Or bottle? Bottle? Yeah, whatever. Is it Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I said, I'm lo-fi, man. I can't find it. But anyway, basically, um, Cam <laughs> Newton was great. <laughs> in that simulated game, Cam Newton threw, uh, had uh, like a less than like 60% completion rate, threw three picks, and fumbled twice. That's good, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Nathan Peterman's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like Hall of Lamer. So, Am I right? I Don't mean, you ever say that about uh, Nathan Peterman again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, okay I, I, I wanted to talk about um, the sophomore quarterbacks. I always like uh, to see how – because rookie quarterbacks, what can you really expect? You know, sometimes they're good, sometimes Perfection. they're bad. I can expect them not to fumble as much as Daniel yeah. Jones did. We'll I expect them that. to have an amazing season like Dak Prescott. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the norm now. Those are – wild expectations to have for these young people anyway so I'll, I'll go from best to not as as good as uh so kyler murray um do you guys like kyler murray yes that's who i'm not, probably my top yeah he's on my fantasy team so i like kyler murray as well that's great uh so tw- 20 touchdowns 12 interceptions 3722 yards 87.4 rating uh rushed he is the highest rusher of this list uh, 93 attempts, 544 yards, 5.8 average, and four touchdowns. He played all 16 games, started all 16 games. He's the only quarterback of these uh, sophomore qu- quarterbacks. I'm not counting Kyle Allen, by the way, because 
who cares? We shouldn't count yeah. Kyle Allen. He was a sp- he's backup. He was an opportunity starter. He's a backup at uh, Washington now, so he could yeah. play yeah. if uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins doesn't play well. But anyway, so he five ten and one. Uh, the tie coming in week one to the Lions last year. I don't know if you remember that game. I do. Yeah, but I feel like every time there's a tie in you a season. You remember it for at least a couple seasons. It's uh, always – you what? I was just saying you always remember like a tie for a couple seasons. Right? Yeah. I feel like every single time. there several ties last year? Yeah, that was, I don't it was like a span of like two or three weeks where there yeah. was like two ties. And it was, I think, one of the first times in NFL history that's, that's happened. Yeah. Uh, I uh, – Feel uh, like, I wasn't sorry, listening. I was reading. <laughs> sorry, I was. Anyways, I was reading. I feel like the Lions are always the ones involved in the ties. I don't have the numbers to back that. That, that was the, It's just in my mind. Lions versus Cardinals, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, and then I feel like it's the Seahawks. They've had several this year or the past few years. Have they? Yeah. Can you back that up, Brian? I know you have that zero or three-three tie where. Can you they back had, it up, Brian? No, I'm good. I don't have a laptop in front of me. Exactly. I thought we already went through this. Get a laptop. What you Unlike pour? you, Brian comes prepared with I all have... of the knowledge that he already needs. <laughs> facts. It's because it's not he said, I can recall every tie in Ladies the NFL. Ladies and hopefully not boys and girls. Leading back. Facts. I mean, it's, it's about <laughs> hockey. Up to I the super, beginning of the Super Bowl era. So, um, are you looking up the ties? Yeah, so far I've only found that one that we just talked about. Oh, that's about. cool. Anyway, so, far, so, so I keep getting redirected to jcpenny.com, <laughs> the men's department. <laughs> so uh, he had Rookie of the Year. He got a new wide receiver, already paired with um, Christian Kirk, who I like, and then uh, this dude named Larry, Yeah, who's pretty good. Freaking scrub. Larry Legend? Yeah. They, uh, they also got a young uh, offensive tackle, Josh Jones. I don't know which side he's playing, but um, he he should be an upgrade regardless. Who I feel like they also be? got this one guy. It's a wide receiver named DeAndre Hopkins. I mentioned that, but you didn't mention who, listen. and like you should probably go into depth on that. You know, he's new, is what I said. Everybody <laughs> knows DeAndre Hopkins went to the Cardinals. Yeah, I feel like this air raid offense is about to get crazy. Yeah, so Mike be... Leakes ascension through Coach Bro. Yeah, it's going to be Rackham Tech, but Cardinals version. Yeah. I, I frankly don't think I need to spend much time on Kyler Murray. I think that the Cardinals are going to be pretty good. I think we all know that he's going to be pretty good. Probably make the playoffs. He yeah. had five fumbles. Maybe the worst thing you can say about the guy, but he also rushed a lot. There, I think their offense was already really good with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. It opens up a whole yeah. other world for Kirk no. and even Larry. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Drake's, gonna, I feel like, going to be – Kenny Drake's and Chase Simmons are going to be – amazing and then yeah with like isaiah simmons being added they're a literal worst they were the easiest team to score on with tight ends last year yeah and that, he's he like help, he's sure. yeah they knew that's i mean like him. Yeah. i also feel like towards the end of the year the arizona cardinals defense got better it actually did no it did for it sure. wasn't horrible as opposed to what it used to be like at the beginning of the year it was absolutely horrible i like buddha baker he's pretty good Um, so the other guy was uh, Drew Locke. Uh, I, of the ones I'm going to talk about, he had the he played the least amount of games, so it's kind of tough to really evaluate him. It's a small sample size, but he's a stud, though. You think so? Yeah, he's a stud. He looks good Locke. in those games, like the eye test. You like? Yeah, you like Drew. Plus, Locke. he plays eight games at cores, so it's like uh, 
you know, the ball just slices through the air there. Is it called Coors there? No, it's a, I was, okay. It was making a baseball yeah, joke. I know, but yeah. I was like, I don't oh. think it's called it's – yeah. it's Academy, right? Yeah, when they talk about how Is it Academy? Terrible. I think it's Academy, yeah. It's not – Boom! I'm gonna look this up because I got the knowledge. I, I thought it was. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. No sports. Uh, what's the place you used to work at? Nathaniel? Sports Authority. Sports Authority Field. I don't think Sports Authority existed. Before. It doesn't. But it used to be. It's Oshman's. Osh- I think it's just, uh, <laughs> Oshman's Field. I think it's Broncos at Mile High or something like Denver. But right. you, you, you think Mile High? But you think, I think five games last year is a good enough sample size to go field. off of though? Empower. Yeah. What the I don't think it. I don't think it is. But I think it's. Electro. I think he's. I think he's already good. Like he shined in those five games for the yeah, most part. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Let's talk about four those five and one. Games. So for yeah. context, yeah, yeah. it's pretty solid. They 64%. won four percent twenty to twenty three against the Chargers. They won. This is the most impressive one. Thirty eight to twenty four against the Texans. Damn, shitty team. I right? forgot about that game. Yeah, uh, lost to the Chiefs three to twenty three. It's okay. They went to Super Bowls. Yeah, they won the one Super Bowl. So that's okay. Who can blame them? Uh, and then they beat the Lions seventeen to twenty seven. Uh, was uh, the Chiefs game the one that was in snow? Because I know there was one that was in snow that he underperformed it. Yeah, I'm almost positive. It got to be the Chiefs game. I bet it was at Chiefs. That was really loud. You just hit I'm sorry. the table. Anyways, uh, anyway, so um, and then uh, fifteen to sixteen win against the Raiders. I kind of remember that game. I think. I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but anyway, so not a great sample size. Um, I've watched, you know, some of these games live and and after the fact. He has, uh, he has some decision making issues. Specifically, he looked scared in the pocket in a couple of his last games uh, to throw down the field. Are we saying David Carr level scared or? No, Sam Darnold lovers level scared. Oh, we've seen no, ghosts. I'm just kidding. Oof. No, he was just scared to to push it down the field sometimes. Okay. And he's got great receivers. Thought, he could do it. It's when just, you were saying uh, scared in the pocket, I thought you meant like he not like thought he had pressure when he didn't or something like that. He, yeah, he did. Okay, yeah, against Kansas he City, his that. average yards per attempt is only four yards. Like, I think, I think and that, that might have been is that the snow game, and then the he had game. seven yards per attempt against the Raiders, and against the Chargers, it was four point seven nine yards per attempt. So, or four point six one. I'm sorry. So that's that. That's not. That's checking outs and just not pushing the ball. Dump off, yep. Lindsay. At all. Hopefully it'll help. They got uh, Jerry Judy this year. Jerry um, Judy picked him up. A lot of people think that he's he was the best wide receiver coming out of the draft. Uh, uh, pretty, and that's a loaded wide receiver draft we just had. So, that's. Saying a lot. I mean, it's yeah, obviously good pair with Lamb. Cortland Sutton. Yeah. And then they also, they were like, fuck it. And they drafted another wide receiver in the same draft. Um, KJ Hamler, who a lot of people think are going to be pretty good. Penn State guy. Um, and I'm yeah. a big believer in Noah Fant, too. I think he's going to be was like the, yeah, one of yeah. the. Yeah, Noah Fant, everybody really likes him. He's one of those Iowa also, can't miss tight ends. Op- or picking up Melvin Gordon is probably oh, a big Oh, yeah. No, we're yeah. not talking about that. <laughs> I was going to. Yeah. yeah. So Melvin Gordon to go alongside Philip Lindsay. I don't know if Philip. Is Philip Lindsay going to be good again? I don't think so. He's going to be number two. He's I a good pass a good catching spell. back, but yeah. so is. Like a good so spell is. Back. He's. he's you know what? He might actually. I don't think he's as good, but he might fill that same kind of like Eckler role that you know was behind sure. uh, Melvin and in, in uh, L.A. But I mean, Eckler took that step up, though. Yeah, I mean, he was able to, but so did Philip Lindsay when he was the number one back. 
he was when he first he was broke great. out. Yeah, yeah, in 2018. Then last year he wasn't that last great. Last year he wasn't that great, but 1011 rushing yards. No, oh, yeah, actually he was sorry, he was actually really great last year. He as a rusher, he I think he had a lot of dropped uh he wasn't really great in the passing game. Okay. He had and 48 targets, 35 receptions for 196 yards, so he fell off about 50 yards on the receptions and lost about a yard per reception. And then didn't have any receiving But touchdowns. that was a full season. He didn't have a full season the first year, right? Uh, the first season, games, 15 games. Games started eight, so he was the backup role in 2018. Was 2019, games. he started okay. all 16. Yeah. Who did he start behind in uh, – is he behind Freeman in 2018? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm looking oh, yeah. at oh, the like reference right now on his, yeah. on his individual stats. I was at Royce Freeman year. I, think it, I thought someone got injured that year, but I don't remember if it was Royce. No. Anyway. All right, you ready? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. This Go is a backup quarterback conversation or sophomore quarterback. Hey, no, okay. no, I'm just dreading saying this name. Okay, so uh, Daniel Jones. Ooh. Oh, so for everybody wait, wait, that's wait, here, wait. Our, our Texas T-boy – our Texas T-boy, Thomas May, the middling moderator, is a New York football Giants fan. I'm actually curious about one and thing, he Thomas. has no shame about it. I'm not going to like list them out in my head real quick. How many uh, second-year quarterbacks are there? I have five. Okay. I can deal with him at third. Okay. Thank you. Would you like to know the other Sounds two? Sounds a little bit I high know, for I me. I know one's Dwayne Haskins, another <laughs> one's boss too high. Yeah. Minshew. <laughs> I think. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, three three is fine. I actually really like Gardner Minshew, but we'll get to that. Um, so he had twenty four passing touchdowns. Um, Do you also have twenty four fumbles? He had eighteen fumbles. Eighteen? <laughs> I was joking were, with twenty. Those no, weren't all lost. Fumbles, those man. weren't all lost, but yeah, he had eighteen. Jesus. He had eighteen fumbles. They may not be all lost, but they're almost all for a loss of yards at that point. Yeah, they're gotta, just as unimpressive. He's got to fix that. Or just shit, dude. yeah. Are you trying to say he needs bigger hands? I think his hands are fine. I think it's his strength, that's, which he's improved on. Um, he looks big now. He look he's not a skinny kid anymore. Anyway, um, so he and this has been talked a lot about, but um, I think their starting lineup is fine. Um, they have Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Darius Layton had a great year last year. He's probably their best receiver because um, he actually played the whole year. Uh, Evan Ingram, I think, is a great – he's basically a receiver playing tight end and then a, a pretty decent running back, I'd say, in, uh, in Saquon Barkley. And I'm, I'm beating a dead horse by saying uh, none of them played a down all year together. None of them. Yeah, I mean, it was a really banged-up team. but The I, whole year. Even outside of that mask, honestly, do you really think – That's not the problem. No, but I'm yeah. saying, honestly, do you really find, like, Sterling Shepard as a number one exciting – no. Okay. I think I find Evan Ingram is a number slot one. Receiver, I mean, I yes, he is exciting. I wouldn't say like to the point of like, like he's like a third or fourth tier tight end, right? You think Evan Ingram is a third or fourth tier tight end? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking tiers, like Kelsey is his own tier. Yeah. Like Kittle and Kittle and uh, like Mark Andrews are like I would say like a second tier. But does Ingram? I would fit stick into that Ingram. Oh, I would no. Think, I'm saying I would stick to Ingram and as like a, are in the same tier. No. Huh. Do you not think Ingram's more of like a Jimmy Graham that we play more of a fantasy wise? Not more like a I, just, I just I just I wouldn't I would yeah, stick him as like a third or fourth tier. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about fantasy, end. I think. No, I'm I'm just talking about like impact. If you had Towards to swinging. like if if I would take uh Mark Andrews or Kittle, 
Okay, maybe I would not take Kelsey in the 49ers offense. I would take Kittle. No, I 100%, like, but I'm saying like I'm if saying, you were to take him on your team, if you teams, if you were if you were talking about like trade you need value to with some your more film Nathaniel. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I I'm being he honest works, here. He works in that office. I'm just saying I wouldn't stick them in the, the same good category. I'm giving you the bad, all right? Um <laughs> So, I was just oh, my only question was are, are you excited about I mean, I Sterling Shepard as a number one wide receiver? I, again, I I don't think that he really is anymore. I think it's <coughs> it's Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram would be your your standard number one wide receiver. I get that. I'm just saying. I do they elicit like the fear or respect that like a secondary would give? You know. Like I think Slayton's fast. I think he's got good hands, but I wouldn't. I don't think he's like a. I don't know. How many teams have that though? What are you comparing him to? The Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, don't. Okay. Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Jackson is. No, I'm just saying. Like, like I'm saying, like very few people have ever been one of those. A little side tangent. For, I'm, no, I'm I'm joking I'm, with Deshaun Jackson. I'm just saying, okay. like. I don't know. I we'll just, see. I don't, I don't know either. I feel like you're being overly optimistic, and which I'm is not, fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying like you're. You like, haven't let me, dude. I, I have two more paragraphs of this. Of, of just the just Giants, Daniel Jones. You just, oh. All I did was. Oh, I say, thought you were done with that. No, okay. all okay. I said was the uh, the I, I players think we were he has. Done with that, Nathaniel. Yeah, like, I think you were like done. Third, okay, that's fair. And then you started shitting on him. Hey, okay. I didn't. I didn't say anything about Daniel Jones. I was talking about his like his receiver receiving options. So, um. But like I said, none of them ever played it down to get – in fact, in most cases, most of them were out for most of the season. Yeah, they had a terrible amount of was, bad luck. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, but And honestly, I but that's the thing. I don't even think that that was the problem. I think it was Daniel Jones sits in, in the pocket too long. Um, you know, these incredibly pa- uh, talented pass rushers that we have at this level – to come in and get an easy strip sack constantly. It was a really bad offensive line. It's frankly been a bad offensive line for mm, a decade, and we've never done anything about it. On 2011. Uh, nine years. I'm sorry, Brian. You're good. Nine years. Anyway, it feels like 20, 20 years. It feels like forever. So um, we went and got Andrew Thomas. I think Andrew Thomas is great. Is he going to be you know, a one-size-fits-all solution for a shitty offensive line? No, probably not. Uh, bottom line, 18 fumbles. Like, fuck, dude, you can't do that and win games. And I don't think they're going to. But I do think the offense is going to be improved. Pick- and I think that he's going to be a good How many picks did he have? I'm just curious. He had um, – he actually – he made good decisions. He only had 12 interceptions, 24 touchdowns. So 30, 30 – well, not all those are lost fumbles. But, you know, he's right around that 20 turnover mark. Yeah. So, so Kyler, it- when he – when he threw from the pocket, he was successful. Kyler Murray had 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, so Daniel Jones had four more touchdowns. Um, yeah, but how many rushing touchdowns did Kyler have compared to Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones had two rushing touchdowns. Um, Kyler Murray had four. How often oh, did okay, uh, well. Kyler Murray play in garbage time? This is also true. They were pretty bad. I thought they were pretty bad. I think year. all their games were actually pretty close, though. Yeah. They had a, I mean, a much harder division, I think, than the NFC East. I just, anyway. I personally remember a huh. few games where Dan, and this is paying attention to an NFC East, but like I remember Daniel Jones playing some games in garbage time. Yeah, no, we suck. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about Kyler playing from garbage time. I don't think he played that much in garbage yeah, time. Yeah, no, I, I thought I that's what you were saying. He a, did play quite a I bit, didn't watch but not a lot. as okay. much. Yeah. I didn't have a sports podcast then. I didn't watch a lot <laughs> of uh, Arizona Cardinals football. Maybe I should. Aaron, did you watch a lot of football from Lubbock, Texas? Oh, that would be a uh, negative. Really? Because I love it. I mean, there's nothing else to do there. You watched the I watched Raiders. Cowboys games. You can, you can watch, drink. You yeah. can watch sand. I got blackout drunk at Gaslight. Some tumbleweeds. <laughs> uh, anyway, going <laughs> <Good> cow tipping. <laughs> Gardner. I hardly know her. Gardner's her number four. Dwayne at I feel five. really bad for oh, him. I feel like he's. I feel like he's going to be like. He's, he's going to be in a Josh out. Rosen situation exactly. where he has yeah. no... He's going to assume all the blame. And I'll say this. I don't think that he w- like has the talent that Josh Rosen has. He has the per- but personality. He has the personality. He's, he's like a very... Sure. Yeah. It really sucks. And it, honestly, it doesn't matter. He's not going to be there next year because they're tanking for Lawrence. I fucking hope not. I hope he goes to like the Steelers oh, yeah. or like the Raiders. I no, would dude. love that. I'm hoping he's a WWE personality. I really feel <laughs> no. like... He, he's fit for that. Six one, I guess that's jewels. fine. That would yeah. work. Yeah. So uh, twenty one touchdowns, six interceptions, three thousand two hundred seventeen yards. Do those numbers surprise you? They surprise me. Yeah, they me. actually really do. Twenty one touchdowns, six interceptions. That's awesome. The yardage actually surprises me. Yeah. No, I think he's a hundred percent like that. Like he's winner mentality thing. He's, he's a better Tebow in my mind. I don't. Know. I'm not saying like mechanics wise or anything like that. Just like. He goes out there and he tries to win the game. It's it was a bad day. Yeah, I really wish okay. I had like, some cricket, like a cricket little thing I could push right now and go use cricket noises. Or just like we should just stop talking <laughs> and let Brian sit in silence. Nah, that's I what think he I'm good. It's a bad take and you should feel bad. It was a I bad take. I don't think I should feel bad. Dude, the dude, have you ever seen Tim Tebow throw a football? I said not it based off mechanics. Hurt. It was like watching He's not Thomas a runner either. Football. And yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm talking about just like Very the way they play and trying to like win a game. I'm not saying Tebow is a good quarterback, but he definitely kept teams in. I mean, Tebow he won was, a national championship. Tebow was better it's because not a bad quarterback. Tebow was better because he didn't have his mind clouded by oh premarital God. sex. <laughs> I already knew where that was going. <laughs> Jesus, um, that's what he worships. That's yes, what he did. Um, and Garner has way too much premarital sex because that mustache. For someone with a great mustache. It's true. <laughs> it happens. Anyway. Um, Brian's got a great mustache. You're right. Oh, I skipped him. Uh, so, a little more. So, yeah, I like Gardner. I also uh, really like Trevor Lawrence, and I like him way more, and I do not blame the Jaguars for wanting to I get don't Trevor either. Lawrence. But he's also, I mean. He would change perfect, your franchise. Yeah, and he's a. Jaguars yeah, have never perfect had a first overall pick. Okay, he not only does look like a girl, he looks like somebody from Prometheus. Like, he looks like one of the aliens. Like, he's just got that long, bony skeleton face. Or like, uh, did you ever see uh, Dogtown? Yes, Lords, Lords of Dogtown. Dogtown. Like yeah. that one kid from Dogtown. Oh, Patrick he? Wilson, his character with the long blonde hair. You know the actor's name. Yeah, he's one of my, I'm always impressed with people favorite actors. actors I just know. Isn't it Mil Hirsch in that? Yeah, Mil yeah. Hirsch. Yeah, I just know him. Yeah. And movie. also, uh, who, who plays the, the, the guy who owns the surf shop? No idea. Oh, um, very famous actor. Yeah, uh, what it's the hell? like hindsight bias, dude. It's killing me. It's, oh, uh, uh, Brian Cranston? No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's Brian Cranston. No, uh, Brian Cranston is something like he that. He lives in he... Austin. He smokes weed. Oh, he Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Was that there McConaughey? Yeah, dude. In Lord of the Dark Town? For sure, bro. 
for sure. For sure, for sure. It's it's hella Matthew McConaughey. It'd be a lot cooler if you know it's Heath Ledger, dude. Rest, oh. rest in peace, homie. Oh, shit. <laughs> Heath Ledger, Matthew Ledger. McConaughey, same thing. He's that not was even... a bad take. You should feel bad. R.I.P. Anyway, um, did I say everything I wanted to say about Gardner I did want to say yeah, the I fact did. that the Jaguars have never had a first overall pick. Like, they haven't. They've never had one. They've had several That's in the top five. Totally never... amazing. Totally amazing. I oh. had no idea with how much they have fucking sucked. Exactly, but never yeah. first overall. I was kind of really hoping that I they wouldn't would... be surprised if they don't get it again. If they, I'm, yeah, I'm saying if they are going to get Trevor Lawrence, but if they weren't to have gotten Trevor Lawrence, I was really hoping that they would actually make that leap to uh, the UK. Like that's been rumored for years and years and years. I think it would have been a really badass. No, I think it would have been. You guys can't shake your heads. This is no, a podcast. That would be a fucking I know nightmare. it would be, and it would be so amazing to see. They're already doing London games anyway. I feel like that would have not to right, not, not this year. <laughs> oh, not this year, obviously. I think but that would have to turn into like a Saturday or Friday game. It would have, absolutely. It should, turn, it should turn into a thing that never happens or is ever talked about again. Unless, <laughs> unless travel gets to the point like it's, you know, um, always. Did you call really him Twevo? Travel? Twevo? Travel? Travel. If they could travel really far. And they could be, they could be there real, 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 real quick. Will we quickly? Anyways, Brian. And they take the contour debts. <laughs> you talking about like with that, with that, like Concord and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Concord, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you got to that point, it would work. My favorite teams are Jacksonville Jaguars. Got Minfu. Got no Minfu. Oh, Brian does not seem happy at all. <laughs> Cashews are my favorite. Positive, I said. Wendy is my favorite bourbon. <laughs> my favorite band is Amwinoles' Weedles. <laughs> okay, serious voices. Brian's over here like, Nadav do bad? <laughs> so you guys are all 100% positive that Jacksonville will have the first overall pick. They are the worst team in the league by, Abs- far. by far. That doesn't necessarily mean that they will get it, though. No, it doesn't, but I don't see how any other team could be so bad. There's going to be one. There's going to be three 1 and 15 teams, guys. Yeah, let's bet on that again. Even even Washington, I, I feel like, not. is better than they were last year. Agreed, but I can um, see Washington... I, I think Washington's pretty good. I do too. Like Giants, I I do too. I think uh, that was gonna be my next thing to say. I think they're gonna finish better than the Giants. You predicted Washington to go one in fifteen. I did more research. Okay, (laughs) I can change my mind. No wonder you didn't make that. that. He now has Haskins winning the Super Bowl this year. Everybody, (laughs) (laughs) everybody, everybody. This is a good opportunity to please uh, go back and listen to last week's episode (laughs) where Thomas makes some very irresponsible hot takes i actually didn't get to that part of the episode i I wouldn't either if i had made those kinds of takes i would have turned it off as soon as we moved into the garage (laughs) i did basically do that um so dwayne haskins he played he played five he played nine games he started seven and went two and five i can still hear that um seven touchdowns seven interceptions 1,356 yards, 58.6% completion rating, uh, com- uh, completion percentage, and a 76.1 rating, the worst of the four. He is also the worst quarterback of the four, and it's not very close, in my opinion. He's bad. Um, 
I've watched this kid play a bunch for Ohio State, and as a Giants fan, I watched him play for Washington. Um, yeah. I, I also, to be fair to the kid, I also think that Jay Gruden kind of screwed him. I agree. Please laugh. Yeah, that. that was a joke, actually. Yeah. Is just, that a I'm joke because of the whole him getting Jay drunk? Gruden and kind of screwed him. It's because he got drunk and was yeah. hitting on that chick. Oh. That's something I don't know about. Wait, at the end of the game where he forgot to go out for victory formation? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about like uh, like the week player. before he got fired. Some chick had like posted on Twitter like a video of him like drunk as shit hitting on her. And be like, I'm Jay Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also, I don't remember which player from Washington that uh, says that he was sat because he went after a girl that Jay Gruden was. Oh, I'd never heard that. Yeah. It's so oh, like, my God. That's interesting. Dude, Washington's locker room was bomb. So that's uh, like the thing with them. It's like, I actually think that their roster, at least defensively, is like pretty fucking good. But like literally nothing else is like. They have so many problems that locker room. I wouldn't want to play there if I was there. I wouldn't either. I mean, Who, I play for the football team. Like, the Washington. That's gonna be the most the like Washington, Washington, Washington. gonna be the most like Washington. Low Spires. energy. Like, oh, you play in the NFL? Who do you play? I play for the football team. Oh, like, which one? The <laughs> bubble. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Jay Jay Gruden kind of screwed him, um, throwing him in for no reason in the middle of a game against the Giants. Benched him for three games after that, and then threw him in again against the Vikings on the road. Who yeah, does it's, that? It's easily the worst. Uh, Who Jay, does that? Jay Gruden. Does it's easily the world. worst franchise, like worst managed franchise in like sports. Thirty years ago, this is one of the top <laughs> Nick's franchises. Home yeah, I know. It's and crazy. Then some owner came in. Um, guy, uh, Snyder Pretzels. Uh. Some guy like that. Yeah. I don't that, know if he's actually the Snyder's pretzel. Uh, I'm just yeah, joking. I'm making I a joke. No. I thought he was Seriously. the Wexel's pretzels guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, do you guys know who Kevin Stefanski is? That sounds familiar. Stefanoski? S T E F A N S K I. No. Well, he's the new I've... coach for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Oh. oh. Fun fact. How many coaches is that in the last five years? Uh, I don't I thought know. In the last Why 20. They have a new coach every year. They've had several interim coaches too, though. Yeah, they have. <laughs> so more coaches. I think it's probably obviously go back farther than five years, but yeah, like it was. Who in was the, last... the bald guy? I liked him. He was pretty good. Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. I think no, no. One. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? This was like a while yeah, back. Dude, this was no, like four or five God. years ago. I liked him. He was a pretty good coach. I feel like it was someone who actually turned out to be an asshole in year. Anyway, so Kevin Stefanski is uh, their new head ball coach for the. Cleveland Browns. He's basically spent his entire career in Minnesota, which is probably why you don't know him. Wait, so just to be clear, we're moving on from quarterbacks First year to, head yeah, okay, to head coaches. Okay. Yes. I just didn't know because we moved into a new segment. And I, just to I mean, it's the same clear. segment. We're well, it's about, not. We're talking about coaches. We're talking about, we're talking about football. We're talking about practice. We're talking about football. Are you talking about Mike Patine? No, we're talking about yeah, practice. I liked him. He was okay. Is he still coaching and stuff? Yeah, but I feel like he. He's an asshole or something like that. There's something that came out about him recently. Will you, will you Google it on your laptop? Oh, wait. Yeah, sure, dude. That's right. You don't have a laptop. Anyway, um, so he was... Listen and subscribe so we can make enough money for some yeah, to buy a laptop. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What's more important, me getting an iPhone or a laptop? Um, Ooh. Actually, iPhone. Yeah. I'm going to vote iPhone. So we can I'm have, never going to get an iPhone. So we All can right, have an iMessage group text. Ooh. Can we get you a MacBook? Yeah, you can text from your macbook then 
And you would then you wouldn't need to get an iPhone. I'm not about the cult of Apple. How is it a cult of Apple? Is it religious? Pretty much. Okay. They should have an Apple religion and civilization. They probably will eventually. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Another bad take for Brian. Anyway. Okay. Um, the worst of takes. So he signed a five-year contract, which I thought was ridiculous. But, hey, good for him. Um, he was assistant head coach. This is all Minnesota, by the way. Assistant head coach, Q- assistant QB coach, tight ends coach, a season as running backs coach, two seasons as QB coach, a season and a half as offensive quarter, and now he's head coach. So he's just like moved up the ranks. How do you do that? Stay at the same organization that long? And just never get fired when a new coach comes in? Like, how does that happen? You're good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bring value. I would say that would be it. Be a yes man. Yeah. This is, you know, in my opinion, probably the most exciting one. I mean, Mike McCarthy, I guess, is exciting. But you know Mike McCarthy. You think he's probably going to be good. But the Browns are just a little bit more exciting to me. Like, they should be good. They weren't good. Will they be good now? Depends on the locker been, room. I think we've been saying... For the last three years. I know. I'm fucking tired of it. Aren't the Browns going to be good this year? I know. I'm fucking tired of the it. The Browns are scary. <laughs> spooky, spooky. This is the team. I'm they finally got together. They got their guy. Dude, you, how much shit talking, pun intended, will Odell Beckham Jr. be getting in that locker room? Oh, I, I wish Des Bryant was still playing. In that locker room? Or are we talking about across the field all the time oh, that he lines up? To the Could you imagine him and him and, wait, 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 no, him, him and Josh Norman going yeah. at it again? I wiped where's my Josh, hand with my Josh ass Norman before is I came out just Josh for you, Norman, Odell. Isn't he still with the Washington Washingtons? <laughs> no, he, uh, he left. Josh He's, Norman... Is a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills now? Oh, yeah. For the I don't know if he's going to even start though. Like he may come in. He as, was like, pretty bad. Injury reserve. Season. Yeah, I don't think he's he's going to start. So the question is now: Do the Bills play? I don't. It's probably a good thing. I don't to think keep they play the Browns this year. Cleveland. They do not. They don't play the Browns. Damn. Which would have been some major that theater been awesome. right there. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the Browns had major issues last year with uh, their offensive line. I think it was the the main issue. Baker Mayfield looked not Didn't very he address good. that and, a lot, though? Yeah, Jedrick Wills yeah. at Alabama, I think, was probably like the – you could say the best or second best uh, left tackle in the draft. They took him. He's going to be really good. Um, you know, I just think they really missed uh, Joe Thomas and Kevin Zeitler. They both lost last year. And they really need help on that line. They um, also uh, lost the right tackle that's playing for the Chiefs now. I can't think of his name right now. but uh, This past offseason? Or is that last? I think it's been within the last two to three years. Yeah. They just they had a uh, turnstile there, man. But, you know, once again, they have a really good offense uh, in terms of the special uh, or the skill position players. So two stud running backs, Chubb and, uh, and Hunt, um, great wide receivers. I think they're still good wide receivers. And then they yeah. added uh, Austin Hooper. They already have Harrison Bryant, David Njoku. Although I think Njoku is like disgruntled for some reason, but it, it's not it's not important. Um, I thought he was very gruntled. <laughs> he likes feet. Aaron liked that one. So this one um, – I'm hoping you guys can help me with uh, McCarthy. I uh, I know he played Big Daddy. I know he was the coach for <laughs> Green Bay Jones. for a while, but and I also know that he did the no names on the back of the jerseys thing. I know he's like he's been super hush hush with he, the media. He's made a complete claim that uh, over 
over the time that he's had off, he's going to be more strenuous, string, whatever word I'm trying to say there. He's, he's going to be better about delegating offensive duties, uh-huh. which I think is going to be a big help. Uh, that's the whole reason he wanted to like keep Kellen Moore around and yeah. actually doing like analytics like, yeah. and not just going, yeah, he hung out with the feeling for yeah. pro football focus guys yeah. the entire time he was unemployed. Yeah. 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 He like, seems like he really like took to heart the shortcomings he had for you know. two or three years yeah. there in green Bay. Yeah. Him and him and Aaron Rodgers had man, a good exit so many years interview. That just, it's gotta be hard to coach Aaron Rodgers, honestly. Cause he absolutely. is. Well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, a, a, he's a head case. Yeah. He's a, I mean, it's, that's got to be difficult in and of itself, but then also if you're not con- like you know adapting and improving as a coach as well. Do you see the video of him kicking the ball away from the other? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh-uh. Jordan Love. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no, was, what happened? It was another guy. It wasn't Jordan Love. Oh, he but was it was playing keep away with yeah. the backup quarterback. <laughs> pretty funny. Oh, really? I He's thought like it was Jordan Love. Damn. He threw it on the ground, and then the other guy went to go pick it up, and then he just like kicked it away. It was pretty funny. I think I think a big thing about Mike McCarthy that makes me excited is one thing I did hear is that um, players have been saying that he's just very approachable when they didn't feel that those channels were available in the past, and not Jason terms, Garrett not being a well he he had his, he had his core guys of like that that he brought in and then like I think after Jason left like you know he didn't really like aside aside from Dak Prescott the main guys I'm talking like you know people lower on the totem pole can actually he's approachable you can actually go and talk to him Cowboys have, Cowboys players have had. Uh, there's been no shortage of them speaking their mind about what they thought about Garrett after he's left, though. Yeah. And, like, they're different, like, what they think of McCarthy now. Like, they've been very, you know, not disrespectful or anything, but they've been very clear. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just kind of the the typical coach speech you would hear, coach speak you would hear, kind of being like, you know, you know, we've, we worked under who we worked under and we're going to move forward. No, like, no, like. He's approachable. It wasn't that way before, and See, we just, didn't we get to, didn't get to have our ideas heard and stuff like that. I'm like, a little surprised by that, though. <clears throat> like, just it didn't seem like Jason Garrett was that person. Like from his media personality, well, he's very rehearsed. He's a yeah. very like he's a Princeton guy. He's a robot. He's going to say what you want to hear just to get you off the, off yeah. his back, and then he's going to go and do what he wants to do and say fuck off and behind your back. He's a fucking robot. So I'm going to do what Jerry wants me to do. And now you got to deal with him over there in uh, New York. Or yeah. sorry, New Jersey. In New York, that's where claps that, are made of. Nathaniel, that'd be uh, Rutherford, New waps. Jersey. Huh? You say claps or waps? Claps. Oh. You know, for the record, Jason Clap. The New York Jets also play in New Jersey. So were we talking about the Jets? No. Okay. But you were saying the New Jersey Giants? No, they're not. The, the Jets are likable. I'm sorry. They're likable? No. I think for Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold got a nice little face. <laughs> You want to kiss it? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. Anyway, um, no, man. So the other guy, speaking, he kind of looks like Aaron sometimes, uh, but yeah. I think Aaron looks like Luka Doncic. Yeah, I've, I've had a yeah. lot of people come up to me at the grocery store and ask me that. Hey, are you Luka? Do I look six foot whatever? <laughs> Nine. Yeah, yeah that'd be a hard no. <laughs> you should. Do look. I look like my height is proportional to my width? First of all, Luca, you look like you've been drinking a lot. Well, yes to that. No, I'm not Luca. It's the off season. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you need to get like an Eastern European accent going. I'm, I'm terrible with that, but I, I'll work on it. Speaking of the uh, New York Giants, um, the other one is Joe Judge. He's a first year head coach ever. Never been a head coach. That's the only one on this list, other than um, I guess uh, Stefanski's never been uh, a head coach, but. Um, He's only 38 years old, spent most of his career as special teams coach for New England Patriots. 
as well as uh, special teams coach for Alabama. So another off for Belichick's tree. 2009-2011. Yeah, and Belichick and uh, Saban are real tight, so. Well, I mean it more of like That's Belichick's why. tree has not really had much fruition so far. Who? There's been a lot of coaches. Can that... you name me three? Romeo Cornell. Um, God, I can't think of the old Jets coach right now. Fuck you. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, Patricia sucks, though. Um, there you go, Matt Patricia. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. So far in practice, I mean, you know, he's built rapport with his players. He did the whole little jump in the – did the, the tip drill where you jump into the, the uh, muddy patch in the grass, and he did it with the players, and everybody was laughing. It was this whole thing. I don't know. Uh I like Those when he talks. Is he wanting to coach? I, yeah, I mean, he's just hanging out, you know, with with the players. Seem to like it. He's been making uh, players run laps for penalties or you know mistakes. Just you know, that's gotten a lot of buzz in New York media. Yeah, I heard a lot of the players have taken it upon themselves after that to like self correct and say, "Hey, I fucked up." If my coach doesn't see it, there's like players taking laps without being told to do so because they're just yep. like, "Yeah, it's you heard nuts. about that?" Yeah, yeah. Just, the, the whole culture is just like. It's, it's nuts. Pretty cool. Yeah. Sterling Shepard said he hasn't run laps since middle school. I believe it. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just a young team, especially now that Eli and um, you probably don't know who this is, but Zach DeAssi, those two guys have been on the team since 2003. Um, Nate Solders, you know, he uh, opted out for COVID-19 related reasons. Um, so it's just a bunch of young players. There's really no, like, veterans in that, in that uh, building for the most part. I mean, not like you're – 10 15 year old veterans yeah so it's Adam just Rosas. What? What happened here? no he's gone yeah well. he left his I'm shoes fine somewhere for bad man we kind of need a top 10 pick again yeah we we have so many problems what's your main focus um probably i mean it's gonna be defense right probably defensive end or corner yeah that would be the two things that we need the most um Anyway, moving on. Staying in the NFC East because I guess the NFC East all won a new um, head coaches this year. So, Ron Rivera. I love Ron Rivera. Yeah, he's a good uh, dude. I wish he had gone to literally any other situation. Uh, I feel like this is the Ron Rivera thing, though. Like, I'm going to change the culture. Yeah, very true. That's, I agree. I think he's a perfect fit for that team. he was looking for, even. Yeah, he won't put up with – I don't think he'll put up with much more of this before becoming outspoken. So, yeah. Good for him. Anyway, he let Cam be Cam. He always had a top five defense. I don't even think the roster is a big concern in Washington, to be totally honest. Uh, their defense should be great. I mean, I, I really believe they're going to be great. They have Chase Young. He's already blowing it up in practice. He's going to be really, really, really good. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, um, you know, who – was pretty decent last year. The games that he did play. Also, uh, top ten NFL name for sure. Montez Sweat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kendall... It's just—it's like an R and like it sounds like an R and B. Yeah, name, it does. You know? Montez Sweat. What's up, I'm Montez Sweat? You listen to Smooth Jazz ninety seven nine, the Oasis. Did you do you have like a radio voice? Oh, thank you. Keep talking like that. 
<laughs> we ASMR. don't do ASMR. Yeah. All right. uh, Kendall Fuller. Is he good? I think he's good. Ronald Darby. Landon Collins. He used to be good. But uh, I think they'll be fine. It's the, it's the offense I'm not sure about. I think their uh, running backs are pretty sure up. That's going to be a pretty elite um, group. Um, oh, okay. I thought you were – sorry. I thought you were talking down about the running no, backs. No, no. That's like, pretty I think Antonio uh, uh, Gibson's going to be Yeah, they're all going to be Yeah, they're yeah. going to be pretty good. Um, Dwayne Haskins. And only one wide receiver. Yeah. No, Sim, I mean, Sims is a good wide receiver, He's too. Okay. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I'm sorry, but I take him over, like, Slayton. Like, Okay. I mean, um, one's a wide receiver two. The other one's like wide receiver three on the depth chart. I know, but I mean, technically, Sim. Oh, are you talking about Slayton? Or are you talking about Sims? Sims is two, isn't he? Yeah, Slayton yeah. is like a two. Is he though? Because I would play would Golden, you, Tate, Golden Tate. He's Sterling Golden Shepard Tate. over. Bo- uh, he over. played half a season. We don't really yeah. know. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, same thing. I'm just concerned about Haskins on, on how good this is going to be. But those are all the new head coaches. Um. I had a joke about hockey earlier to transition to you, Brian. I it don't know. Good. Do you want me to try a new one? No. Are you sure? Your jokes. Are you suck. sure? I have a pretty good one. I mean, your jokes are horrible. Are you ready? Man. Yeah. Let's. How let's do you it. know a leper is playing ice hockey? How? There's a face-off in the corner. Ha. Huh. <laughs> what? You know, you lose your stuff. Leprosy. You lose like your stuff. Oh my! What's a face off and a face off? What's a face off? I thought you were talking about. I thought you said leopard. Oh no, a leper. Okay. What's a face off in a corner? Just curious if you know. It's when they do. They have the puck and then (laughs) they have it in the middle. Why would there be a face off in the corner? Uh, I don't know that. I don't. Put me on the spot. I mean, you put me on the spot several times. How did I put you on the spot? Oh, name the play the players. Just get from a laptop, Belichick's, Brian. Name the players from Belichick's coaching tree. Just get a laptop, Brian. I'm sorry, I raised my voice. Spot. Mark. Vrabel. Are we talking about lepers or leopards? Yeah, that's uh, also bad. We're okay, not funny. God, I know. We should be funnier. We were funnier last time. Because we were all drunk. I, mean, I wasn't drunk. so far. I'm the only I one that's drunk. Was not drunk. You were drunk, Thomas. What are you talking about? It, you picked three teams. Oh. I was definitely I not was drunk. Definitely needs, not drunk. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it was Aaron and I, I guess. He was Coca Cola wasted. Yeah. No, Pepsi. Oh, that's right. You worked for Frito Lay. My bad. Sorry for your respected employer. It's okay. Yeah, my bad. Rep who, that Pepsi. Who cola. likes Pepsi? Northerners. Northerners. Wow. Yeah. I actually I prefer Pepsi over Coke. I just don't like mixing Pepsi with like liquor. Liquor. I've never tried. I've never tried like a bourbon and like Pepsi. Before. I have. It's not bad. It's, it's just, just gonna be really same. sweet. Like Coke, that's like yeah. more of a molasses taste to it that I think like. Yeah, it like. does. Bourbon and, and Dr Pepper is way better. Bourbon, Bourbon and, and Dr, Dr Pepper, Pepper is, is the best on thing point. Ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have something to say, but I can't or say it. Have for you legal tried? Reasons. Have you tried Big Red? For what? Big Red with for Pepsi? legal reasons. Oh, are, were you gonna say that Dr Pepper is better than Pepsi? I mean, I can neither. I confirm think you can have an opinion on taste that uh, that has nothing to do with. Probation or anything. The Frito Lay um, product that I like the most, though, is the uh, the Thai chili Doritos. If you it's the purple bag. If you haven't had those, I highly recommend. It's it. I delicious. thought that was sweet chili. It's but, yeah. so good. Sweet Very chili. Good. Yeah, sweet chili Thai. Whatever. It's the purple bag. I know. That's yeah, it's really good. Um, Brian, what you got for me? Um, <laughs> all I wanted to talk about today. Oof. <laughs> you moved on to the conference finals, which is another year of Canada not raising the cup the cup will be raised in canada this year because of the covid bubble but canada has gone 27 years now without having 
a championship team, which is ludicrous, especially when you consider over that time period, there have been 14 different teams that have won the, uh, won the Super Bowl. You've had 11 different NBA championship, uh, championship teams and all that. Now you take away eight teams from Canada and you still have 14 different teams that have won the NHL uh, Stanley Cup. And just taking away those eight is a ludicrous, like saying there's eight teams that are going to have a drought over 27 years just seems crazy. Um, there's lots of speculation as to why they're not winning cups. Um, a lot of people like to make it a conspiracy about, oh, well, NHL and Gary Bettman are trying to promote the Sun Belt teams or they're trying to promote hockey in America. And if you go through and actually look at the numbers, that's definitely not the reason. Like, um, I think the team that has the best overall record against uh, Canadian teams right now is the Buffalo Sabres at 5-1. and one. And if you want to sit there and tell me that the NHL is promoting Buffalo over a Canadian team for bigger market shares or something like that, I would call you crazy. I mean, Buffalo is basically Canada anyway. I mean, I, it's not a good market share. Yeah. Why would you promote that team? Then when the teams that people love to say uh, – NFL's NFL – or sorry, NHL is, is an American corporation though, right? They're based in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. I would think that the market in the U.S. is larger, though, is not. Yeah, it probably I mean, is. Well, but, yeah, but population-wise for sure. But Going off that, though, teams that people like to go, oh, well, they're going to promote these teams. They're going to, you know, going off that sort of conspiracy take, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins who have been 3-5 and five in overall series against Canadian teams in these last 27 years. Not a winning record, despite them winning several cups during that time. You have everybody's favorite, Boston Bruins, believe they are even or just ahead by one recently i think they're six and five now yeah they're six and five and they're uh and they're uh series against canadian teams and all that and that's obviously not enough of a difference to be like oh this is full conspiracy things kind of wanted to dive a little bit into my reasons for the drought and i think the biggest one top of the line is the fact that just tax rates uh, can I can I ask quick? Are you going to go into what you think the conspiracy like? There is what no the, conspiracy. But I'm saying like, is there possible conspiracy theories out there? I mean, as to the whole, they're all the conspiracies are basically saying uh, they're trying to promote Sun Belt teams, which are you know more of the Southern teams. Uh, Nashville Predators are zero and two against them, and every other team has sort of like I know the. Stars have a pretty good record against um, Canadian teams, but almost all those wins are against the Edmonton Oilers, yeah. who we've always had their number. Like, there's always those teams that it feels like you got to get the monkey off your back, sort of thing. And Edmonton hasn't yet against uh, the Stars. So, like, there's really not a team that has an overall dominant, uh, okay, uh, dominant um, wins against Canadians. It's more about just like how they're building the team right now. Um, we're starting to get more into like a draft focused building your team and all that, but Canadian teams aren't there yet. They're starting to get there, but also it's retaining star players. That's a big problem with Canada right now. And that's where I was like, the tax rates are a major reason why um, the reasons for a drought for 27 years for Canada, you have us has a lower tax rate in general, 
Like Canada does have a rate where it climbs much higher the more you make. And anybody who's an NHL player is going to be at that higher tax rate. So why would you not want to go to U.S. alone for that? And then on top of that, you have state income tax for certain uh, or no state income tax for like Texas, Florida and all that. That's more money that's coming into my pocket as an NHL player. That five million here means a lot more than seven million there sort of situation. Um, another major one is uh, media pressure. Let's be real. Both actually, I'd say the last two are kind of media pressure and fan pressure. In America, we do not care about hockey. We don't. But that's Canada's sport. So anytime that a team is failing or a player is struggling or anything like that, the media focuses on it. Like how we focus on football. Right. Whenever there's just a small mistake or a player that's underperforming, we hyper analyze everything. That's what's happening in hockey. So if you're in that Canadian market, you're just constantly going to be hearing. You have a down series. All they're going to be talking about is how you messed up that one time, how you made a mistake, how that. And that, I mean, that starts to get down on you. Like you want to escape that environment. And kind of going a little bit into that fan pressure as well. It sort of made mention of uh, several years ago, you had a goalie for um, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Jake Gardner, who struggled had some blunders in game seven and like he was actually getting death threats. He was having people just like so many like hot takes on like how bad of a player he is and all that. And he literally the next year goes or during free agency, not the next year, but uh, during free agency says, I'm going to go to the Carolina uh, hurricanes for less annual average value just because get away from that. He's probably still making about the same amount of uh, same amount of money, like I said, with those tax rates or anything like that. But yeah, we're kind of at this point, and I still think it's going to remain at that point for at least the next two, three years. Of there's going to be no Canadian teams uh, hoisting the cup. Hey, real quick. So can you list off? There's eight. You said Canadian Mm -hmm. teams. Jeez. Okay. So can I? Can you see if I can name them all off? Go for it. Toronto Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. K1. Calgary Flames. Two. Damn, so good. Winnipeg Jets. Three. I'm good. Vancouver Canucks. Four. I'm good at this. Um, shit, that's it. Uh, Montreal Expos. Nope, that's, that's not a thing. That's baseball and no Montreal, thing. A Montreal something. It's the one that you said. Edmonton you're the stupidest Oilers. name. Edmonton Oilers. We got yeah. five. Oh, shit. Edmonton Oilers. There's three more cities in Canada. Um, Saskatchewan. Nope. Did he no. said the Calgary, Calgary Flames yet? Yeah. Is there a Vermont one? Okay. Or not Vermont sorry, in not, America. Sorry, not a Vermont. Wait, a sorry. Vancouver. He already got the What's the other large city in Toronto? Um, or in Toronto? On, in Tor- Ontario? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, is it Ontario? There's only seven currently, sorry. That was counting Quebec Nordiques, which became the Avalanche. So you got two more to go. Is there a Montreal team? Montreal. He's already, but he hasn't named it. Montreal. Winnipeg. It's the one that you said. Winnipeg. Canadians. He already, someone said Jets, I think. Montreal Winnipeg. Canadians? Oh. Montreal there we go. Oh, that is really? a oh, stupid name. And then dumb. the capital of Canada is. It's like saying. Uh, oh. Ottawa. Ottawa natives. No. <laughs> Ottawa. French. <laughs> what? Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa. Jesus Christ. Senators. Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa Senators. Seaman, the Seaman, right? Senators. Oh. 
The semen. The senator. You know where Ottawa is? It was. It was. It's land. Supposed locked. to be just a joke, like Ottawa semen. You know, like she was semen, making like, like, like on the sea. Hey. Right, like in okay. boats. So to recap, hey, you ever heard of the Pittsburgh Pirates? Where's Pittsburgh? Fair. Off the three rivers. That's fair. That's very fair. Did they? You ever move? seen a panther? You ever seen a panther in Carolina? Uh, there's panthers in Jacksonville or in uh, Florida. But that's not Carolina. Oh, there's there's okay. jaguars. And jaguars. Just jaguars. Anyway. Yeah, I know. You really, uh, oh, they're the same thing, but yeah. To recap, you got... Are they the same thing? A uh, panther is just uh, like a melod, uh, melanin, uh, like a, it's like a genetic mutation of a jaguar. I watched this good, uh, or Googled this the other day because I was watching Black Panther and I was like... Oh, you watched oh, Black I've never Panther? Seen a, I've never seen a, a actual panther. Black Panther you know, is was, a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's not the best of the superhero movies, it was, but it's pretty it's good. A, it's a really well-done movie, and the soundtrack's awesome. Yes, but. the soundtrack is very good. So, Brian, real quick, I was just thinking, I kind of get the conspiracy theory that why they would want Sunbelt teams to win more, because obviously but that's... Sunbelt teams haven't won more recently. The only team that's won But I'm saying, the like, if they were trying to, like, push it teams. that way, because... I'm sure the South is a, like probably the least lucrative market for. No, actually, it's the opposite. It's growing very fast. Well, that's not my point. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's growing fast because they want to, they want right. those teams to win more so that people get more into it. Agreed. That would be beneficial, but I don't think there is a conspiracy. Okay, there. I'm just saying. Like, like I, I'm saying you, I, I buy play, into I mean, that. If there wasn't a conspiracy, we would be talking about the conspiracy. What? No, just. Fair. There's a lot of people. You're that, right, Thomas. Okay. Say it. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I mean, the biggest one right now is the fact that Las Vegas has been in the playoffs each of the first three years, but that's the new expansion roles, and they took advantage of that. You had a bunch of yeah. GMs that were not ready for it. That it's happened actually, to Miami. That happened to Arizona. Like in, in baseball, that happened to the Marlins. That happened to the, the Diamondbacks were in the World Series their, their second, second year. year into the league. The, they won this. Yeah, they won. Yeah. <laughs> they beat the Yankees. Baseball. Yeah. Fucking uh, Randy Johnson. Yeah, that, that helps a lot. But, I mean, I think almost any expansion team going forward should look at the Las Vegas, like, model. Like, that's how you should be. Take some cap from people, which means that you get prospects. I mean, he understands because he's from baseball, which hockey has a lot of ties. I am from baseball. I said from? I mean, yeah. whatever. No, it's fine. I, I want to be known as the guy that's from baseball. I like you're, this. You're from baseball. You're from your I played. I played baseball. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. You play baseball, with me. baseball. Yeah, I did. Baseball guy and uh, hockey is very similar. You have a farm system. You have uh, just the same kind of like prospect. They play on rough. farms. Oh my god! Everything about you. <laughs> Everything about you. The NBA wishes they had a farm system. They do actually. No, it's they don't. Called the G League. Is it how many players from the G League actually end up coming up and being? Outright stars. I'm glad you asked that, Brian. Dorian it's actually Finney a Smith. really big deal right now for the Mavericks. So um, one, Dorian Finney-Smith. That's one. That's that's one of my favorite players. He came from the G. But League. I mean, I've never even heard of him. Uh, Pascal Siakam, He's a starter. Never heard of him. He's a really big, big deal. Um, Bam Adebayo, I believe, did uh, too. Not that rain ambiance. It would help if you knew basketball players. But no, actually, it would, Brian, but it's saying... really funny you bring that up because the G League is actually starting to take players away from the college game. And it's like kind of a big deal in basketball. I think they should. You think they should? Yeah. I mean, I mean, NCAA I don't basketball. Disagrees. I don't encourage the fact that March Madness not disagrees. Getting, I get that, 
I don't encourage the fact that people shouldn't get education. I really don't. But if your best opportunity is to learn this game more in depth, then why not? The better the um, the the reason for it is that you're competing against better talent. Yeah. That's college what I'm basketball is played completely different than NBA style basketball. Exactly, college basketball is just like it's antiquated. It's, it's a lot of misses. It's, it's it's just a completely different ball game. I mean, than what let's you play. be real. From what I've watched from college basketball, most games on average, a team scores eighty at top. Like they Less don't have that. that kind of score. I said at the top. Like that's the typical top out an eighty point game uh, from a team. So they're not. They don't have the same scoring basis that like an nba team does you're not because develop- they played a completely di- yeah yeah, yeah it's, you're, it's, you're not yeah. developing them for the nba it's not transferable yeah so if your best chance is to grow and learn the sport through the g league then yeah i think you should yeah 67.875 points is the average average they also play less time though to be yeah fair. So two 20 minute halves yeah, instead of 48 minute minutes halves. total so that's Five minutes less? Eight. Eight minutes less. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, no, I just... Mine one, like I said, quick, just about how Canada will not win the Cup. I was going to say, I think the best chance is uh, the Vancouver Canucks, but you got that cap room situation that's coming up that's going to be really interesting for a lot of teams. Canuck till you buck. Canuck. What's a Canuck? What's a... Sorry, I want, I want to hear real quick like what the cap implications are for... Uh, NHL. Uh, they're doing a flat like cap n- for the next two or three years. How much does that fuck over everybody? A lot of teams. Okay. Uh, there's a few teams that are really low, and they're going to be buying up a lot of contracts. Like, trade me this, and I'm going to get your prospects, your draft picks, or something like that. Hmm. Um, so it is going to be interesting that. But you also have teams that aren't in cap hell right now, but they will be with a lot of prospects that they're going to have to be signing very soon. Okay. Like, a v- Vancouver Canucks are a good example. Like, I've equated them to... I've equated them to a potential, like, new Blackhawks where um, uh, they have the talent pool to be a modern-day dynasty, but with that cap the way it is, it probably won't happen because they're going to have to get rid of players that are too important for that. Hmm. Well, um, this I is, love oh, that sorry. for you, Brian. Oh, Yeah. No, sorry. I just have I. I, I, I read some. I, I read something oh. the other day about. I mean, something like on. I don't know how the hell our slash our slash NHL post got upvoted high enough to end up on the all page. <laughs> our hockey but, because they're in the conference finals. Okay, but it was no, but it was it was a conversation piece about the the flat cap, um, and it's major. I, yeah, so, I mean, maybe it was just, like, to me, I was, like, flat I, cap seems, like, so really I will archaic s- and, I mean, and, or, it, like, something that something that just wouldn't work in today's... It is, but I think but, that the NHL's on the leading edge of COVID right now compared to other organizations, and I really wouldn't be surprised if certain... And you'll have to look at the fact that we're the number four sport in yeah in the United States, but... Um, Goddamn right you are. Not in Canada. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. Yeah, what sports do you guys have? Canadian yeah. football. Yeah, exactly. We have basketball. Oh, what let me now? catch the you ball. You invented and, basketball. It's still. Let me catch the ball and kick it again. Okay. <laughs> <into> the <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think you might find a lot of 
like NBA might be looking at something like that. Maybe not a flat cap, but it's going to be not as increasing as it was. NFL definitely will not increase at the rate. Like Patrick Mahomes definitely deserves the amount he got, but I'm sure a hundred percent of that is based off of what do we think the cap's going to grow? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So you asked me last week about the NBA one. The uh, you said the um, you asked me what the the cap implications were. So it was one sixteen was reported for twenty twenty one. Um. 2020, 2021, and then now post COVID, it's going to be 109 million, but it's not been official quite yet because they have to see how bad exactly. it impacts it. Yeah, so and it's, you know we're not going to be finished until October 15th or so. But um, yeah, so we I said at the beginning this is a uh, podcast and we talk mostly about sports, but sometimes, sometimes. We're talking about true crime, and today our very own Aaron Mason has a very nice true crime story he'd like to share with us. Aaron? Well, thanks there, uh, Thomas. I really appreciate the, the transition. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I want you to give us your, like, dead voice. That was yeah. amazing. No, I, I, uh, well, I just, before I start this... Um, Should I bust out my synthesizer and play low, ominous music? Over this, yeah, man, that that, that the rain. Are you coming Gabe down from that? the office? You gonna yeah. do some ocean sounds? <laughs> the oh temp at night. The temp at night. Sorry, Aaron, go ahead. No, dude, I, that's one of my favorite episodes. Okay. Of keep on <laughs> it's so crunchy when he's like, <laughs> or whenever Andy's like sick because he had like what was the scorpion juice or whatever, and he's like throwing up in the toilet. So Gabe gets the synthesizer out and starts playing all. It's <laughs> just the pizza party episode. Yeah, yeah, that and was he, a great one. <laughs> he takes like what dragon's breath or what? What is it called? I don't Gabe's know. like I don't concoction watch the that he drank. Really? I told you, it's like. I'm too much of a hipster for that. It's become too cool. It's become too yeah. Too mainstream for you. Mainstream for Still me. never. So are you are you, are you, a, are you a Shit's Creek guy now? You never watched it? No, you finished. Know, I, finished. You never finished it? Yeah, as fine. soon as as soon as Michael leaves, I'm done. You're okay. You're fine. I liked the last season, but um, yeah, yeah, Michael when he left. Yeah, I got the you. The very last season. Yeah, when Michael left with Holly. Oh yes. They go to Denver. Is that where it was? Yes. All right. Anyway, um, Aaron. Yeah, so uh, before I start this, I do want to preface this. Um, so with with this story, there um, there are some some contingencies that might be points of contention or that might um, still be relevant today because this story is um, still very much so relevant. So um, it's most likely you probably won't hear this, but if you have and you've been affected by this particular group, uh, my sympathies and I'm not making any hot takes i'm just taking the limited information that was at my disposal and just kind of retelling a story as it was portrayed to me through my various sources so with that uh, let's dive in as sports fans we are often blessed or plagued by the everlasting duration of the highest of highs and the lowest of lows we love to celebrate when we win or when our buddies teams lose in a divisional rival to just rub it in their face Rude. Often, we find ourselves wallowing in self-pity when our team continues to miss the mark. We're addicted. We're hooked. We're sports fiends. And that's the beauty of it. We just can't get enough. We collectively celebrate and worship our respected idols. And we collectively despise and contest our nemeses. The late Kobe Bryant was one, one of the players I loved to hate because of the jealousy I had for the dominance of his own personal game 
which then transferred so perfectly within his tenure with the Lakers. He made everyone around him better. He worked hard, overcame adversity. He had the mental fortitude in surrounding himself with people that groomed him and encouraged him to develop the Mamba mentality. Not everyone is as, as fortunate to achieve what he and many others have in their respective sport, individually or collectively. Often, many people are not Often, many people are not afforded the mentorship and valuable resources that many of the greats had at their disposal. If these resources were, avail were available, maybe the many unknowns in our favorite sport didn't take advantage of the people in their circle. As a result, many careers are cut short due to a plethora of circumstances, whether it's injury or another player with more clout and talent arrives, making their services no longer necessary. What happens after this unknown player leaves their respected sport? Maybe this individual goes and sells cars, opens a restaurant, goes into the family business, or joins a religious cult and is convicted of seven murders, receiving the label of serial killer. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, yeah, so serial killer, I think, is three at minimum. Three uh, with a wait period uh, in between. Not sure, but this guy had he a wait, a yeah, wait period. You have to have downtime. I'm like pretty sure. Premeditated. Well, like so it's day? not like you're not all at the same time. I think it. Does I think day it's more count? than a day. So if I go, because oh, that's, that's, that's mass killing. Spree spree is spree. within like a certain amount of time, so it has to be like downtime. It was like sense. 23 hours. Well, then this person is no okay. longer unknown. Robert Rosier has caught our attention, not on the gridiron, but he's no longer unknown. Robert Rosier was born in Anchorage, Alaska on July 28, 1955. His father was a civilian specialist contracted by the United States Air Force. A few years after his birth, Robert's father was commissioned to serve at Mather Air Force Base in Rancho Cordova, California. Akin to Anchorage, the primary demographic in Rancho Cordova was composed of mainly white Americans. It has been expressed by Robert that he was harassed and picked on all throughout his developmental years. Most of this harassment was racially motivated. It has been speculated that, in hindsight, Robert suffered severe psychological trauma from this treatment. Robert often missed school. His grades suffered, and he dealt with aggressive tendencies, which he was able to release on the football field. Robert was an exceptional high school athlete and an exceptionally poor student as a result of the atmosphere at school. Robert was unable to enter into college conventionally due to his suffering grades and poor exam results. Robert went the JUCO route and attended Aberdeen Junior College in Aberdeen, Washington, where his athletic and ab academic performance was so impressive that he landed a scholarship from UC Berkeley. The young man's future was looking bright and was looking even brighter after he was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals, currently the Arizona Cardinals, in the 1979 draft, round 9, pick 228. Then things took a dramatic turn for the worse. After six games, Robert was suspended following a drug, drug abuse conviction. His contract was voided following the end of that 79 season. Robert then moved to Canada to play in the CFL for the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for the 1980 season. Rather, instead of focusing on football, Robert invested his time and money in illicit activities and was charged with 32 counts of fraud. It was reported that Robert had passed nearly $50,000 in bad checks while he was in Canada. Jeez. He somehow managed to evade arrest and return to the United States, 
The details are a little unclear from source to source, but oh. this occurrence is, re- is repeatedly mentioned. That's the part I like whenever they evade escape from the police. Upon his return to the States, That's my favorite part. Robert managed to walk on with the Oakland Raiders, but quit after two weeks. He would never play professional ball again. Robert, we could assume, was not in the best place mentally, spiritually, or emotionally. He had demons. He was haunted by the traumatic, racially motivated treatment he was subjected to during his formative years. Yet he fought, got an opportunity, but surrounded himself with the wrong people and could not continue to build on what he had established. Following his bow from the game, Robert took on multiple contracted manual labor jobs and remained actively engaged in petty crime endeavors. Robert was then exposed to the nation of Yahweh, also known as the Brotherhood, led by Yahweh Ben Yahweh, who claimed to be the Messiah called to save his American followers. The nation of Yahweh is very similar to the black Hebrew Israelites. If you're familiar with them, then you understand. If not, look them up and read up on it. It's fascinating and it's imperative that you're familiar with this group and their influence in American ideology from a religious and political standpoint. Born in Kingfisher, Oklahoma, and the son of an Antioch Church of God minister, Hewlin Mitchell, now known as Yahweh Ben Yahweh, was raised in an extremely pious household. Yahweh served in the the, uh, Air Force and later earned a psychology degree from Phillips College located in Oklahoma. Reportedly, he spent a brief amount of time in law school at the University of, of Oklahoma, but did not finish. Around this time, he converted to Islam, moved to Chicago, and then in 1976, Yahweh moved to Miami and started the Nation of Yahweh. And in, in an excerpt from the New York Times, it says, Soon the Yahwehs, as adherents, all of whom were given the last name Israel, and most of them wear white, are known. They're known. They had a huge temple, a four-story apartment building, restaurant stores, houses, and a motel in Miami, and a hotel and restaurant in Atlanta, as well as hundreds of white cars, vans, buses, and 18-wheeler trucks. In 2001, the Miami Herald reported that the empire's value at its peak may have been $100 million. What year was this? End quote. Uh, So this was in 1986... So we're approaching probably half a billion dollars in today's money. Today's money, yeah. So it was, it was a very lucrative operation, similar to the the Rajneeshis up in Washington at this oh, point, yeah. at this time. So you had a lot of, you had a lot of countercultural, um, ideologically based organizations that were operating at this time, and I think the Rajneeshis kind of hoarded a lot of that attention um, in the press. Um, just then they had a six part documentary made about them on Netflix recently. The Nation of Yahweh was a fanatical group that believed in acts of violence and economic dominance in their regions of influence. The group would own multiple businesses in a territory, anything from restaurants, corner stores, dry cleaning services, and many others. Yahweh has gone on the record saying thanks to the effect of that the white man is the devil and there are reparations to be paid, etc. Initiation into the Brotherhood often involved acts of violence and murder, and as a token of proof, Prospective members had to return to Yahweh with a body part of the person they had killed. Cool. The most popular token was reported to be the ear of their victim. Very cool. The nation of Yahweh was extremely prominent in Miami, 
I mean, I Georgia, feel like in ears and parts like, of California. I was like gonna it, say, I feel like an ear. You could you could take that off alive, man. Yeah, like Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, <laughs> Still it's pretty fucked up. I wouldn't fun, do it, but, but it's kind of. I mean, Aaron, bad. in all your years working at Party City, <laughs> uh, weren't there a, a, probably a good amount of fake ears that would pass? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yahweh commissioned Robert to start a chapter or division in New York, New Jersey. Prior to Yahweh coming to New York to visit, Robert, as an act of sacrifice to Yahweh, murdered a homeless man named Attilo Sakala. After ongoing investigations, authorities were able to charge and convict Robert with the murder of Attilo. Robert was extradited to California and was sentenced to 22 years in prison. After cooperating with authorities, Robert informed state officials, divulging upon the horrific details within the Brotherhood. A plethora of killings, not only ideologically motivated, but killing potential converts that rejected the teachings of Yahweh. Robert also confessed that the Brotherhood was involved in multiple acts of firebombing in the Miami-Dade area. After his cooperation, Robert was put into the Witness Protection Program and was subsequently released from prison, all the while under intense surveillance. He took graphic design classes and started his own business building websites for clients. Unfortunately, Robert got himself into trouble again when he was convicted of passing bad checks totaling $2,200. Robert was under the alias of Robert Ramses. He was initially arrested when attempting to pass a check in the amount of $66 to pay for auto work. After authorities discovered his true identity, an uncovered trail of 29 bounced checks, all leading back to Robert, were discovered. He was charged with another felony, this being his third. The first were drugs during his stint in the NFL. The second was the murder of Attilo. And this, the, the bounce checks, was the third. As a result of the three-strike rule established in California, he received a 25-year-to-life sentence, with the possibility of parole after the initial 25-year sentence. He was convicted on January 13, 2001. He is not eligible for parole until January 13, 2026. Robert, the former unknown athlete, is now known. Through unfortunate circumstances and events, but he is known. Damn. Oof. Big woof. Big hard woof. Well, well, Wait, he he killed a... seven people? So that's what he admitted to, but there's speculation that he killed between like 14 and 18. Um, but then that's Brutal, not, that's, that's just him directly. So how many people in Newark that he was, that he was you know, um, attempting to recruit, yeah. and then they were trying to... Like, so how, how many murders actually occurred... How many can he be tied the, to? Yeah, and and then Yahweh Ben Yahweh as well. Like, how's it not a documentary on Yahweh. this? I I, I do. This I is like no what idea. people like cream their pants over. I feel honestly, like, and, like yeah. I feel like the story's not completely over with because I mean he's still gonna be facing parole in twenty twenty six. Yeah, twenty twenty six. So if that gets denied, depending on his age, he's probably gonna open up more because yeah, like, that's going to become. If, if the nation, if, if the brother, if the nation of the brotherhood or the nation of Yahweh is still considered a terrorist organization, how much of this stuff is considered classified or connected? Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. I mean, I mean, if you were able to do research on it. You know, a, a major journalist was able is able yeah. to, and there. I mean, yeah. I mean, the there's documentaries out there. There's do, I mean, I'm saying there's documentaries on people that are currently incarcerated all the time. 
I'm just, you know, I'm surprised. I've never heard of this, you know. It's a pretty interesting story. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Um, I think it's just weird, like Brian brought up that point, like, you know, during that the same time period, like the Rajneeshis up in Washington or is it Oregon, but like just so many counter like culture movements going on. And like, I think that time, this time period in history was just so interesting with all these like revolutionary ideas and groups that were like manifested and operating. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it could be really easy to overlook certain things just based upon like what's Not sellable sure. or so. Also, what are you going to remember 20 years from now? This podcast? Hopefully. Oh, we Thomas's <laughs> predictions. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Aaron Basin releases a story on some podcast the guy that we were just talking yeah. about I can't say <laughs> all i know is Ronald? Yahweh. oh yeah <laughs> you got to hear about exactly. obj getting shit on <laughs> and the, the, the dude that's in prison for killing seven people <laughs> well guys um it's been a pleasure i don't want to go you don't want to go you no. want to keep you want to keep casting no nah, i mean we got nothing right, to talk I, about. I don't yeah, think yeah no one cares about Minshew's cashews are my favorite nuts yeah, bro. Do you like Minshew's nuts? Is that what you said? No, Minshew's cashews. Cardi oh. Minshew, my favorite nuts are cashews. I don't get it. Oh, we were making jokes earlier about like rhymes and I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. They were talking <laughs> in baby voices earlier. In the- oh. Yeah. Daddy's here for you, my little angel. I apologize. It's almost a little homoerotic. Do you still. say that to Kaya? Oh, all regularly. the time. Okay. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Office episodes. Do you not so. say it to Maggie? Yeah, you should. Maggie. That's what I always do. Maggie. Is she up on the she's counter super normally? Annoyed. No yeah. wonder she quivers around you. She's super annoyed by me all the time. Yeah, she's she's just yeah, traumatized with Thomas's love mustache. and affection. The mustache. <laughs> She's like, it works on Gardner Minshew. I don't know about you, Thomas. Well, it's here to stay, so fuck off. And on that note, we'll fuck off. Love you. Mean it. Have a great night. Thanks for joining us, guys. Or morning or whatever the hell it is. From Nathaniel. And uh, T-Boy. Go ahead and full send it. And Brian. (laughs) That's what we're going to call Aaron full send from now on. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Are you still talking? Yeah. <laughs>